0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
1: He has been called many things, but we just call him Roy. This is The Roy Green Show. provinces and territories who told us they needed more time to transition to this new framework. So our government will continue to work in full partnership with them to ensure the smooth and orderly implementation of this new law across Canada. had much to But still them They were asking if you were around
0: What law was that?
1: What, 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 law?
0: What, what law is he talking about? Hey, I have no idea what he's talking about. Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca. Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament and seatmate to the Prime Minister, who was on the air with us earlier today. And Linda Leatherdale, Vice President, Cambria, Canada, former money editor of the Toronto Sun. What law was he talking about? Anybody have a, an idea?
2: What What he was talking about? Yeah. Marijuana?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you think? cannabis.
0: Okay. So uh, I had a conversation with, uh, with with a doctor, Yeah, what was it, Th- Thursday. And he is not at all in favor of this legislation, and not because he's a prude and not because he lives in, uh, in the past, um, but because for very straightforward medical reasons, he says, people's brains are not developed until they're in their mid-20s. And it's not helpful to start consuming marijuana um, before your brain's properly developed. And I know that people are going to say, well, your kids are using, smoking it now. Not everybody. So I, is that a valid uh, concern, Michelle?
1: Uh, you know what, Roy? I do think so. I'd like it decriminalized, but I don't want to make it available you know the way the prime minister does. I think it's an election issue. He made that promise, and he wants to keep the young people on side.
0: Because if the, the legislation, Catherine, as I understand it, um, if you sixteen-year-olds or twelve-year-olds or would be allowed to to consume, what's going on? Somebody throwing things around? you? Upset? <laughs> what's, who's Sorry. throwing Who's throwing stuff? <laughs>
2: me.
0: Come on, Maybe. come on, come on, come on, fess up. Who's throwing things?
2: <laughs> okay, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Linda throwing things at Ian again. Uh, <laughs> Catherine, what do you make of it? Catherine, what happened to Catherine Swift? Okay, let's hang up and call Catherine back. We lost her. Let's make that our, uh, our, our primary objective right now to get Catherine back on. Yes. Um, but while, I'm, while we're doing that, you've been involved, engaged in a bit of a tweet storm uh, today, Michelle. I, every time I open my Twitter account, there's Michelle, and I see Donald Trump being referenced. What's happening between you and Donald Trump?
1: Oh, no, it's just, I think it's idiotic, some of the things that are coming out of the U.S. Idiotic, and you know, I I just I can't hold back.
0: So one of the so so then one of the things that we can talk about is this uh, the the fundamentals of a of a trade war, and oh. uh, you, you know, I, I was reading a tweet from Senator Denise Batters earlier today. Read it on the air, and I'm just going to paraphrase here that the chief negotiator for Canada in the NAFTA deal was asked, "What do you?" Are you doing anything? You're talking to them. No, no. Last time we talked to them was two, or three weeks ago. No, no. We're not doing anything on a daily basis. Why What is wrong with these people? Why Why are they not talking? Dennis Dennis DeRosier was just on with us, the uh, automotive uh, expert in in Canada. That's and right. and and Dennis was pointing out there are two million jobs involved in the automotive industry in the United States. It's, uh a chance of a loss of forty to fifty thousand jobs in this country if uh, if if this tariff thing goes into 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 place and and cars jump between six and ten thousand dollars in the US and then they jump here and then and and then you know uh, then then cars stop selling because people don't buy. that means that folks at the dealership level are laid off and folks on in the, in the in the plants are, laid off they're shut down parts supplies dry up because everybody wants parts for their used vehicles they're going to be gone nobody's going to make making it sounded like catherine it sounded like the nightmare scenario ready to just be lowered on us
2: yeah it, it is a nightmare scenario and, and i was reading some of the news over the last week or so and it's very intriguing that the, the supposedly um you know tapered evil trump stance that Trudeau has been taking uh is actually supported by quite a few Canadians, and it has boosted his popularity. Now, if the economy tanks, uh, that's going to be kind of a a fun little side detail. (laughs) But to me, you've got this government that, don't forget, the election, the next election is just over a year away. They are in pre-election mode. If they see their popularity, which was in the tank for a while there, increase because they're, you know, playing trade chicken with the U.S., then will they let the Canadian economy uh, go downhill so that they can get reelected? <laughs> Frankly, I don't really have the confidence to say that they won't do that, that they won't do the sensible thing. In Ontario alone, trade with the U.S. is worth 50% of gross domestic product, half the economy. In Quebec, it's about a quarter. In Alberta, it's about a third. <laughs> you know, this is huge, huge for Canada this trade deal, and it doesn't mean we have to be obsequious and, you know, uh, slavish to the U.S., but I don't think taking pot shots, which is what Trudeau and some of the other liberals have been doing, Christy Freeland did it recently in a speech down in the U.S., I, I just don't see how that's constructive. I just don't see it. Surely there's a middle ground where they can not be, you know, not be submissive or anything, but be sensible and keep these things on track.
0: Sounds absolutely sensible to me. <laughs> uh, michelle linda want to add to that
2: well I, you know i have a friend who's a good writer diane francis she wrote a book about maybe canada should just become another state of the united states if that indeed happened we wouldn't be having these trade wars but i never want to see that happen but come on they're our largest trading partner we need each other and i just think this is turning idiotic and around the world, we've all said open trade, free trade, and now we're all warring with each other over this. And then I listen, Roy, to your immigration thing. There seems to be a real protectionist mood in the world. Um, and we are going to be hurt. Canada is going to be hurt.
0: But you know something? If people were not aware, or if they decided to just turn a blind eye, and by that I mean people who have the responsibility to govern, or who are, who, are, who are privileged with a position in government and the right to manage our affairs, if they could not see and could not hear and could not feel and put, put their ears to the ground and feel the tectonic plates shift, that the so-called populist movement, I, I, I think that's now an insult um, because it's far more than that it's far more significant than that, that people were saying we've had enough of what you're trying to force us to do we don't want to be forced any longer. We don't want to be lectured to by you people who every four years come to us and ask for a job. Then you get the job, and then you call us names, and you raise our taxes, and you make our lives terrible, and you and you don't let us, you you, you, you force us to change our lives. We don't want that. And they You're didn't totally pay right, attention, uh, and I, now they're going to pay I, a price for it.
1: You know You're what? I agree, Roy. Yes. But one thing I'll tell you, the question you posed to us in an email, do Canadians understand what the, this, you know, Mr. Trump triggered a global trade war? You know, China, the EU, and uh, so we're going to be in this uh, trade war. And do they really understand? And I don't think they do. It isn't a myself. pocketbook issue right now, but when it becomes one, that's different.
0: You know, I think what we need to understand is that it's like a ring. There's two fighters in there, big fighters. One's the United States, the other's China. Yeah. And the rest of us are in the middle. Yeah. And we're in the way. And there's no way we're going to not get whacked a few times, get whacked really hard, as these two giants go at each other. If that indeed is what happens, and it, it's it, when you stand back, you look at the dominoes falling, and you say individually, "How did that happen? How did that happen?" But there are there are times when emotions went out, and then somebody gets mad, and the next, you know it happens in families. Um, yeah. So 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 here it's happening on on the international scale. Catherine, you understand the... I mean, you're better than anybody. You understand the economic realities of, well, uh, of the world.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> these days, I don't know if anybody does, but uh, <laughs> I, I think one thing that a lot of Canadians maybe don't realize is that, you know, we see all these fractious relationships around the world, and yet it's Canada that's going to get whacked the hardest, Roy, to use your terminology. And, you know, to continue your thought from earlier about people are set up to be being called names, you know... Uh, and and their average people going about their business, doing all the right things. I also think, this came up recently in a discussion I was having with some some other economists, policy types, and and, you know when I look at the Ontario election, just as an example, people were fed up uh, being taxed to the max, being told their life was going to be better because the government decreed that their particular priorities were being pursued, and yet they knew darn well their life was worse, their life was harder. They did not see the improvement. And I think... People are willing to give governments the benefit of the doubt for a bit. But finally, when they see themselves, you know, fighting between putting food on the table and paying their hydro bills, you know, uh, you know paying more and more carbon tax um, and, and wondering, does it really do anything? Because the evidence is it doesn't do much of anything. Finally, the, 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 you know, the, that um, leap of faith, it's gone now. And I think that's what we're seeing, you want, if you want to call it populism, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But that's gone now. People are saying, you're taxing me more. I have less money to do things with my family, the things that I want to do. And you know what, governments, You don't know how to run my life better than I do. Give me my money back.
0: And you know, uh, Linda and, 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 and Michelle, jump in, please. I'm just going to say one thing. Historically, this has repeated itself again and again.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And by the way, we're cruising for a recession in the, not just Canada, but the developed world right now. And we have a case, if you want to look at some economic data, the U.S. economy is booming right now, and Canada is slowing down. That's very unusual. You know, we're so dependent on the U.S. Usually when they do well, we we you know we bask in the reflected glory. We, we do better as well. That's not happening this time. That should worry a lot of Canadians. We have
0: horrid, horrid economic management at the government level.
2: Horrid. Yep. yep. Horrid. are
0: Clueless. They're no. totally clueless. So when it comes to something like climate, I mean, a Catherine McKenna was, 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 was drawing an equivalency between challenging the climate change argument with being a misogynist. <laughs> I, honestly, you know, I wanted to smoke some pot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of theories that <laughs> as long as we're all stoned by the next election. So we'll re elect liberals, you know? So, something to be said for that. If they make it bad enough, we're all going to be smoking.
1: Well, by October 17th, I may be one of them.
0: <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with The Beauties with Michelle Simpson, Linda Leatherdale, and Catherine Swift.
1: Sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. This is The Roy Green Show.
0: Back with Catherine Swift at working Canadians, uh, no, it's WorkingCanadians.ca, and um, Linda Leatherdale at Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson at uh, Michelle Simpson. Uh, so earlier in the day, Michelle was with us as we were talking about the BuzzFeed, having mm-hmm. followed up on that story about Justin Trudeau having groped a young reporter in British Columbia. And uh, I, I thought uh, Ishmael Darrow, he sounds like a really, really, really focused reporter. I was very impressed by the way yeah. he, right? Michelle, he really sounded good. Oh, he did. He sounded great. He said, this is a, if, I had a, if I had a media organization, I'd hire him as a reporter. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, they revisited it, and uh, they followed up on the accusations against Trudeau, whose press secretary emailed to BuzzFeed that, to the best of his knowledge, Trudeau does not, quote, Recall any recall. negative interactions. End quote. But he apologized to the reporter, and he said, "If I'd known you were a reporter, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done what I did." Um, oh. there's, there's an email I'd like to read to you, but I'm going to hold off because I want to hear what you think. And Catherine, I know there was a tweet where somebody wanted yeah, you to get at this. Yeah, I was just to to that,
2: Roy. Yeah, somebody tweeted at me before knowing I was going to be on the show, and and mentioning and saying that we should mention the case of Patrick Brown who, on evidence, roughly equal, unless there's more to come out, which we don't know at this time, but he lost his job. He was royally shamed. And, and um, you know, it'll forever be attached to his name. And that's, it. it, it he, from from the data we have so far, like I say, we don't, of course, know everything, I guess, but Trudeau did something equally as offensive as Patrick Brown did. Yep. Uh, from what we know today. So, and, and Patrick Brown, the, you know, wasn't even the, the evidence, wasn't even pursued he was damned immediately (laughs) without even knowing evidence or whatever and he has sued you know he has sued some media networks and so on as you know so it'll eventually come out but in the interim the guy lost his job was publicly shamed in a big 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 serious way and and here we've got all the major media networks or most of them in canada not even
0: commenting on this? Well, you know what's interesting that Ishmael Darrow, Ishmael Darrow brought up, uh, Michelle, you recall? He said on on the day that this all happened and on the day that the BuzzFeed story ran and everybody was talking about it, Justin Trudeau held a media scrum that afternoon and not one Canadian reporter asked a question.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. that was interesting.
0: Whose dog is that? Totally
2: ridiculous.
0: Whose dog is that? I don't have a dog. Sounds like a big dog. doesn't sound like a pug.
2: <laughs> it's a no. pug, Roy. Well, I'm it's a, my I'm fault. At cottage in Muskoka. So oh, really? No dog,
0: <laughs> so, uh So,
2: Linda, what do you make of this? Well, you know, I, I'd like to point out that in Prince Edward County, there's a winemaker who has a very successful winery. He just got accused. Uh, three ladies and then some others have come forward. His life has now been devastated. The restaurants where he had his wine are dropping him. The LCBO says, well, they're going to keep them for now. But what I am saying is, why is there one set of rules for one and another for another? Okay. I still have a problem that people, until you go to a court of law, I, I I just hate to see like Patrick Brown's lives and other lives devastated when they haven't had their say in court.
0: Well, Mr. Trudeau at least should respond. He's responded through his press secretary to Buzzfeed. We should hear from him.
2: Well, he's hoping it'll go. Oh, away.
0: yeah. We he should it'll go away. What do you think is going to, because of Michelle's understanding of this man, having sat beside him, uh, and maybe not voluntarily, but sat because it was an alphabetical situation. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think he's going to do?
1: You know, I'm not sure. I, I was watching this in the face of he got a fine of a hundred dollars for accepting. sunglasses that he should have declared. He should have declared the Aga Khan. I think he thinks he's above it all. Well, isn't he? Definitely. (laughs) Well, no. And you know what? I believe, based on my knowledge, that he always thought that because he was a, quote, Trudeau.
0: That's it. That's exactly it. Yep. Because because he can invoke the spirit of his father.
1: Yes, but now he's the prime minister, so it's escalated it. Mm-hmm.
2: But along the same lines of. And I have 15,
0: Catherine. I'm sorry. I have 15 seconds. Go ahead.
2: Okay, I was just going to say quickly that you know Trump has been under fire, and I'm not a Trump fan, but he's been under fire for detaining children away from their parents, and Trudeau decided to mouth off on that. No reason to. And then, of course, what do we find out? Canada does the same thing.
0: And yeah. and we also know that the Barack Obama uh, turned over know, kids to, that's to, that's to that's sex different. traffickers, you know, no, his administration. In US, it's a mess. It's a really, really things. ugly mess. Yeah. Hey,
1: big mess. i got to go, guys. Sky celebrates okay, five years. for now.
0: Oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, we'll talk. I've got to run. We'll talk next week. Bye-bye.